Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast in Japan. I'm one of your hosts this week, Brian Krillin Killin Daniels. And joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Yasuke Fortner. What's going on, man? Hello, my friend. Hello. <laughs> Good morning again. Excuse me. Good morning nah, on this man, lovely much, Saturday. Man. Absolutely. Excited to talk anime with you today. You know what I'm talking about? As you can see with the cringy background, Yasuke. You know what I mean? I think an underrated anime recently. And you had Agreed. the... The good idea to maybe get us out of uh, thinking about other things. We've been in an Elden Ring world in a kind of dark world sometimes. And let's just let's get into some anime top seven. This has been a minute since we've been in the top seven uh, list. So, you know, for the podcast listeners, they, they've been listening to, this, to us for quite some time. Um, I, you know, we're doing a little bit more. We're doing some YouTube now. So, you know, appreciate you if you're watching on there. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited to do it. How you doing? Man, I'm good. I'm good. Coming straight from the live stream chat. Aaron says, good morning, y'all. Good morning, Aaron. Thank you for joining us on this lovely Saturday. I'm good. Um, I'm, I'm actually fantastic. I'm better than fantastic. I'm great. If you've never heard the song by Jonathan Colton, I feel fantastic. I highly recommend it. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, Skip the Tutorial. Definitely never heard that shit. I'm not to listen. <laughs> I think you'll appreciate that one. I'll send you the video. I think you'll really appreciate I Feel Fantastic by Jonathan Colton. Um, he makes a, he's the guy who did the song for Portal. And like, he makes a bunch of like, I guess, nerd music. It's, it's really just funny stuff. He, I'll send you two of his songs, First of May and I Feel Fantastic. But anyway, I digress. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, welcome to Skip the Tutorial. It's a video game show where me and Todd get together and talk about video games. Sometimes we talk about video games, we've been playing the news, and we do a little roundtable discussion. Catch last week where we talked a little Doctor Strange, but we also talked um, a little bit about uh, gaming criticism, if you will. And that YouTube video is up and available. It's all on the playlist for you. Um, we also have a Patreon, if you ever want to check that out, patreon.com backslash sttpod, where you get to hear real talk behind the scenes about what goes on Skip the Tutorial. But this week is a top seven, and as you can tell from the title, we're talking top seven anime, or anime-inspired, Todd, video games. I like that you put anime-inspired on that, by the way, because that was... It was hard to find some good, like, just straight-up anime games. Yeah, man, and I, I mean... I'm glad you shouted out the Patreon too. I don't like, please, if you're watching this on YouTube, just, you know, don't worry about that shit. Just let us know <laughs> what you think and give us some love on there, man. But no, man, yeah, top seven inspired by anime. Cause number one for me is uh, the more I try to look into this list, uh, it was kind of difficult for me to find good anime games that I enjoy. Yeah. It's not my necessary expert, I mean, opinion kind of area of expertise per se but there were a lot of fine memories of when i you know went back to manage gamestop and got a chance to get into a few anime games that i might not have had a chance to experience a couple of surprises on here but it reminded me of like movie adaptation games you know what i mean like where they almost feel rushed sometimes and they always let me down a little bit more so 
Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? But this is a list for me that's kind of all-encompassing of some of the more fun experiences and, you know, just grand times for anime. But I got a couple of games on here for sure that you could argue you maybe aren't anime, so they're anime-inspired, you know? I've got a few. Yeah. I've got a few. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they're yeah. definitely anime-inspired. Um, real quick, I know that we we have our own rankings and the way we do things in top sevens. But Aaron did say in the chat one of the best ways to rank anime is the jiggle factor. Uh, mm. <laughs> that made me giggle. The jiggle made me giggle. I like it. Oh, yeah. Now, for those that are brand new to the show, I mean, it's the whole we've done hundreds of episodes through Podbean and podcasts. We more we are like legitimately podcasts, more so ground roots. So it's, uh, it's a lot of lore and background. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as far as, you know, so if you hear things like all things coming together, like say booty cheeks, cheeks, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. There's some things going on with that. You know what I mean? We can get into it at the end of the show, how you can get more into tune with the tribe. But, you know, Aaron, we salute you, sir. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Uh, oh, speaking of lore on the show, and again, digressing from our subject at hand, I saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2 this week. I'm not going to give a full breakdown review of it. But I highly recommend it. It was fantastic. I loved it. I loved every minute of that movie. It was so much fun. Come on, man. You know, Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, and that's why I can't wait to get into this yes. list of top seven anime games. There's one on here that actually brings me back to that that Grand Sega era. You know what I mean? I can't wait until we get a chance to really sit back and talk about Sonic as well. You definitely gonna have to give them a, a review or something down the road. It's been, you know, a minute since I've heard your review. But I mean, how you feeling about getting into this list this morning, man, and going ahead and getting this thing knocked out? Man, let's do it. Let's let's get into this top seven anime games. This was one of my favorite lists and most challenging lists to put together, Todd. So this one this one was fun. Um, you know, for for sure. But why don't you get us started with your number seven? My number seven. Okay, this is more of a story experience than I'm going to actually get into the game. Uh, you know, I don't want to take up the whole day with this uh, list because I could, but it is God Eater. And the reason why it's God Eater is, as I kind of alluded to, I used to manage at a GameStop, that place where I can have discussions about uh, grandness and torture and terror of retail and GameStop and, and struggling and surviving. But the great thing about it was there was a hack on the old PSP. Where you could, you know, yes. just insert a game and it would download it to your PSP. So I got to experience a bunch of games that I naturally wouldn't have maybe bought or, you know, got into. And God Eater actually, as far as an anime inspired game, really that whole series, you know, I always talk about yeah. not getting a chance to really experience a Monster Hunter experience the way you would. I know how great that game is, but how much you and maybe Bootyest Bob will spend time grinding out on a Monster Hunter. Uh, this game actually brought me back to like a, a great, great handheld experience that led into uh, even now. Like I got God Eater 3 on Nintendo Switch, I think is an underrated anime game. And for a land of games that have disappointed me as far as anime is concerned, it might not be my first thing. I do love anime overall, and this is my first uh, game on the list. That's a fantastic choice. Yeah, me and uh, Bob actually played through... Uh, a lot of God Eater 3 on the PS4. Oh. Um, and you're right, man. God Eater, it's, it, it's got that quick, tight, uh, type of, uh, type of, uh, uh, combat. It's got real kind of floaty mechanics. It's got some interesting upgrades. And it's got a fun anime story, right? 
And it's definitely, you know, they ended up turning it into an anime. Um, and I watched, I think it was a 13 episode run and I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, excellent choice as usual coming from Todd, uh, to start us off with God Eater. My number seven is a game that I actually put on my top seven of the year, I think in 2020, if I'm not mistaken. But my number seven is the anime inspired 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Not only is 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim anime inspired, it takes a lot from a bunch of different science fiction movies too, uh, which is something I appreciated. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's got two modes to it. You've got the storytelling mode, which is more like a motion, uh, a, 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 a Select your own adventure, choose your own adventure sort of book where you can just select the dialogue. Nothing really changes about that. Uh, but you're playing through a story that's in the view of 13 different characters. And it's also got a really cool uh, RTS strategy combat system to it, which wasn't that difficult, but I always wanted more from it. That's why it's a little lower on the list. It made my top seven that year, and I think it was pretty high, um, mostly because the game itself was just so intriguing and so inspired by the things that I truly loved growing up and a bunch of different kind of animes. And it resulted in one of my only Twitter arguments where I had made reference to 13 Sentinels being inspired by like the Matrix and Terminator and somebody who was really into anime uh, corrected me and said, no, it was inspired by all these animes. And I was like, Okay, well, the only thing I know is the Western stuff. So <laughs> that's that's what you're going to get from me. Um, but, you know, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, it's now available on the Nintendo Switch. I highly recommend playing through it if you like science fiction. Uh, it's got a fantastic story, and it's got a really in-depth character system, and you get to really know and love these characters. And if you still can get the PS4 version, the PS4 version came with a really awesome art book. Uh, so it's highly recommended. But my number seven is 13 Sentinels. Todd, what is your number six, sir? First grand choice, as usual. And I like the the call back to the artwork in the PS4. I think it's, a, you know, something that's always appreciated in a good game. But to get straight to it, I really wanted to put this game higher up on my list. And it does kind of call back to actual the Sonic reference, as you said, the young memories of Sega, like hearing that shit, <laughs> yeah. that shit cut on, Absolutely. but like in a really more, you know, messed up way. And so to get to it, it's uh, Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise. Uh, 2018, that, this is around the era when it got smothered under God of War. Like there were a lot of games that came out that year that were a lot of fun. I can recall this game just straight off memory because it's really one of my biggest sleeper games, especially when it comes to uh anime games period again yes, i really wanted to put it up higher because i really missed the boat on the yakuza uh series like i would like to like i've played them and i know you play games like judgment and things like that for but sure this is, yeah this is a yakuza style game so to have that with uh i mean it, it's kind of cheesy it's a little dated you know you can i think i don't know if it's still on amazon prime but i remember watching the original like anime Fist of the North Star recently over a certain time when we might not have been or could have been able to go outside where it was just a good experience uh, to reminisce for the old 80s kind of Bruce Lee, Arnold Schwarzenegger yes. over the top yes. over representation, extreme violence um, in a Yakuza game 
that was well done with a bit of a like semi open world feel where they got racing elements and just running around as a souped up steroid version of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Lee baby that hits power like like points on your body that cause you to blow up. And it's fucking amazing. I think it's an underrated game. And uh, I'm unlike God Eater. God Eater is a completely nostalgic, emotional more connection to a game you know and i and I must admit a lot of anime games i just skipped because i didn't want to feel disappointment but uh no, fist of the north star lost paradise beyond uh I, I think it aged i could still play that right now it's one of the i, I would suggest anybody go play that game if you haven't played it it's the, one of the biggest sleeper games i've seen in, in a decade yeah mm-hmm. and considering right now we're in like a drought of we had a bunch of stuff at the beginning of the year that came out and now we've We've got this really kind of ever-expanding drought until, I think, September before stuff starts. This is your time. Go catch up on this game. It is it is a fantastic game. I've got it on PS4. Um, I highly recommend it. A Todd, fantastic choice. I didn't even think about choosing this one, and I really wish I would have, because me and you both grew up on Fist of the North Star and Robotech and you know some of those classic anime series and this is north star was like you said that like 80s answer to like arnold schwarzenegger films and like you know rock rock not rocky but uh rambo you know it was that kind of over the top action super violent super fun i i love fist of the north star uh fantastic choice uh my number six is um it just came out, actually, very recently, last year, to be in fact. It's Tales of Arise, y'all. Tales of Arise. The Tales series itself has been kind of one of these classic staples in gaming with, I think there's like 20-plus 20, 20 entries into the Tales series. The only ones that I've really played were like uh, Tales of Arise, uh, Tales of Bersia, and there's a couple other ones. Of course, the one, the big one that I can't think of, uh, which was on GameCube, which I still have a copy of, which was fantastic. Uh, but Tales of Arise was the one that I really connected with, where it, it 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 showed me the next generation of RPGs. You know, like that that classic JRPG style with the action elements to it. I like the combo system. I love the storyline. Uh, it was it was extremely engaging. I really liked all the upgrade systems and the dungeon exploration entails. Uh, of Arise, and just the artwork, man. Like, it was just so beautiful, and just so gorgeous. And that's kind of what anime hits, right? It's, for me at least, it's, it's, I like storylines, and I like good storylines, and sometimes an anime storyline really, really hits hard, and you get that perfect mix of storyline and artwork, and you're just, it sends you over the top. But artwork for me is like, over the top. Over the top. I gotta watch that again. Um, but old, old man references. <laughs> I thought very I old man references. Um, oh, apparently there is an odd echo on my side. Um, I don't know where that's coming from. Uh, can you hear an echo coming from me on your side? Non, a uh, dang. Okay. Uh, I guess, I guess, uh, that's what happens when we. Do this today. thing live, baby. Yeah, yeah. This is, is, is That's good, good. good correction. Uh, yeah, and much appreciated. Thank you for listening, Aaron. This is why it's important. Yes. For Aaron, real. can you hear the echo anymore? 
there was some audio input that was just turned on on my OBS there. Um, hey, we're still learning. We're still learning, so we can always put this, you know, together. Um, no, yeah, he can't. We can still it. edit it up. Yeah, he said that. Get rid of the echo. I apologize for that. Uh, that was on me. But anyway, Tales of Arise. This is this is only my number six. So you know, hey, we're we're getting there. Uh, <laughs> welcome to YouTube. Home of YouTube. <laughs> this is just this is why we didn't do this. Because I already feel uncomfortable not being able to cuss. I'm going to tell my blue ball story. Fuck it. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to tell the story about the blue balls. Do it. While we sitting here talking about, you know, um, and Shinron. Not right now. Not right yeah. now. Not this right. is a good little intermission. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? If you're listening by now, it was. Because I was getting to the point where I was listening to you. I was getting all inspired. And then, like, real life happened. Because yeah. we've been doing this for a minute. And it just reminds me of the whole core reason again why we started the fucking show um aaron said but now turn yourself up is that better aaron can you hear me a little bit better i just turned my mic up this is i love that we have a tribe that takes care of us though they're just like hey serious for real real shit but that's what we saying. that's what i'm look we all here we sit here again on another motherfucking beautiful saturday alive and well safe comfort in our homes being able to talk about video games with family and friends of all types. And that's, that's the right. whole point. Trying to figure out a way to have any kind of situation where we can agree upon anything. And, you know, another extension of that is like anime and jiggles. And that's jizzles. right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Even though at the end of this, we're going to talk about the possible effect of Genshin impact on child. Po- Never mind. Um, nope. 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 We live. We live. <laughs> we live. Man, this isn't. Oh. Uh, it's just based on a conversation I was having with a friend of mine trying to raise children. You know what I'm saying? Apparently, and his concerns. Apparently, our live just ended. No, I'm I'm kidding. They have not canceled our live. <laughs> All right, let's get through the let's get through the list, man. We you know okay. let's get through the list. Okay. So, so tales of arise. It's 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 a beautiful, absolutely beautiful, fantastic, gorgeous game. Um, it's got a great combat system, and like I was saying, when the artwork collides with the story, there it is. That's what I want. There's very few animes. Sometimes anime will drag me through with storylines. Sometimes it will drag me through with artwork. But there's very few where artwork, characters, story come together, especially in the anime video game world. And Tells Arise is that game for me. Todd, we're on your number five. What is your number five, sir? Let's just get through it. We're not going to read Wikipedia's, man. Astral Chain uh, Platinum Games is one of the weirdest little sub that's another surprise game um the child in me the 80s baby in me wants wanted to put fist of the north star over this game mm-hmm. okay but when i had to really sit down and remind myself of how much fun and what a different kind of game not even for me what a different style gameplay between the combat with the way you would you know flick a trigger to pull out a legion and that connection in the storyline and the story was kind of <laughs> It's just one of those weird Japanese stories that you can't help but kind of it all of a sudden grows on you if you enjoy the gameplay. There were detective aspects of it. And it's one of my favorite Nintendo Switch games, period. So I had to put it uh, on this game. I I mean, I know you remember when I first got it. I was like, look, this is a this is another sleeper game. Plus, it's got I mean, it's ash. It's it's ash trail chain. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know. Really, we can get into it a little bit more with with some deeper reviews and get. I feel like this year we might get into a little bit more anime in general. 
want to shout out to homie Dan. Uh, but yeah, man, that is my number five. Man, fantastic choice. I do remember when you first got this game and just how enamored you were with it. And I still need to play it. I still need to play it. I really do. This is this one I still need to play. Like it just you looks know, amazing. It's like you said though, I think this is a good time for a list like this when, you know, ninety percent of the people finally dropped off of Elden Ring, even though it's holding up real well. This is actually like a good time for backlog shit, maybe sleeper shit as well, while you still sprinkle in a little bit of that or whatever. But yeah, man, what is your next pick? My number five was also a release for the Nintendo Switch, but before that, it was originally a release for the Nintendo Wii. My number five is Xenoblade Chronicles The Definitive Edition. I absolutely was obsessed with the Xenoblade universe, the mechs, um, the, the continuation from the PS1 days of the Xenosaga story. Um, well, it didn't really consider the story, but the, the same kind of inspired universe, right? If there's something that you're going to grab my attention for in anime, it's going to be those big battles. Those big, huge, god-tier battles that feel just over-the-top and just unbelievable. And that's what you get with Xenoblade is a fantastic storyline. It's it's a great, again, science fiction storyline. Uh, it's got extremely challenging combat. It's got great direction, great story arc, and the definitive edition itself actually helps to complete the story of Xenoblade Chronicles with the additional chapter and the additional saga that you get within the game itself. It's not super long. The additional material is about 13 hours. And you know me, Todd, I like those kind of like long games, right? Like I like to invest a lot of time and really enjoy it. And Xenoblade Chronicles... That's what she said. That is what she said. Xenoblade Chronicles, the definitive edition, it really does, it requires, I think it took me 60 or 65 hours of playthrough, um, and it was worth every experience. I've still got it, uh, you can actually kind of see it in the video, if I point my finger, that little red box up there hiding behind Cad Bane is Xenoblade Chronicles, the definitive edition, the big, the big one with the artwork. Again, it comes down to artwork, storyline, sci-fi, I just love it. Uh, but Xenoblade Chronicles, if you haven't played it for the Switch, I highly recommend it. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 comes out this year. Um, and Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was a really, a really good game. But I remember it's one of my favorite stories of when we first met or first started this show. And I loaned you Xenoblade Chronicles to give to Sarah because you said, man, maybe she'll like it. And she was, you, you came back on the show and you're like, but why is he in booty shorts? This 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 character you played, this boys in this little blue booty shorts. I don't get that. And you and Sarah both said the same thing. And then I yeah, we it we both I, had a frown of disapproval when we saw the little boy in the booty shorts. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure it's a grand game. I'm sure it's fun. I could tell like it's you know expansive, and I could see the universe. But I couldn't get over. It. And it, it, as soon as he would make a noise or something, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or some shit, I was like, nah, bro, you can have this back. Have it back. I remember. I remember. It's it's one of my favorite memories from the show. It's just it's just that alone. It's just beautiful. Uh, Todd, what is your number four, sir? Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. There it is. Um, I this is personal because of how much again I love the game. We talked about a pre-show. Like you came out named Krillin, and I just remember being in Karen Crow, Louisiana. Week after week, waiting on Goku, 
to become a super saiyan and to be able to you know come together like i i I really didn't get a chance to get into budokai games and everything else like that i mean there's a full review when the game came out originally uh that we've done on the podcast and i mean it was one of my top seven games of the year period just because of the way you can reenact and go through that whole kakarot storyline it is you know not the most challenging game in the world uh graphically speaking i mean it's not you know, stretching any machines by by, by any means of the net. I mean, any stretch of the imagination. Fair. But if you want to play through a really grand, you know, reenactment of that whole Super Saiyan story and saga and well balanced and you know some of those cinematics, that's still some of my favorite of any game ever. You know, I say that a lot with a few games, but seriously. Uh, so yeah, it has to be as far as anime is concerned. You know. Uh, it's it's just one of my favorite games, and it had to be on the top of my list. But real quick, so the blue balls. I'm gonna try to get through yes, the story yes. real quick. I'm, it's, this is not even f- supposed to be funny, and I'm not even whatever. But I love tattoos. This is partial. This is a representation of when my partner passed. R.I.P. Uh, Mike Juggernaut. Uh, you know what I mean. But it's based on a conversation and, and some things that we both loved. And I said I was gonna get it. So anyway. I saw somebody, I was trying to get, he passed away, I promised I was going to get a Dragon Ball tattoo extension of my Shinron, and I saw online where somebody had uh, Shinron tattoos, Yeah. I mean not Shinron, like they had did the blue um, Dragon Balls, and I always thought that was dope from like Planet Namek, so I, I set up the appointment, I went out there, I found a person, it's a cool place, it's specifically made for like black people skin i think to sustain color you know what i'm saying yeah i really you know it's, it's i got a bunch of trash tattoos i was like fuck it but it, it means something to me long story short i thought unfortunately i thought that the person was a boy the whole time which i was cool with i don't care one way or the other but sarah speaking of sarah like with how you you know gave me the xeno blade and the boy with the booty shorts like she warned me she was telling me like two hours into the what was going on with the design like you know what baby i think that that is a girl i think they used to be a girl i was like oh it can't be i mean it don't matter anyway but for real but i was wondering because they was like it was her and it was like an obvious trans woman or whatever that was really cool that was doing a tattoo for sarah so we were talking and i was wondering though why like they were laughing about me asking getting blue balls on my arm and they were like are you sure yeah, it's like, are you sure, man? And I, and then not only that, like I didn't just want one blue ball; I wanted a bunch of them and like one orange one. Um, and then like I didn't know it didn't matter; it still doesn't matter. But it was like a beautiful thing when I found out the next yeah. day when they were just like you know trans man of color. And I was like, you were right, Sarah. It was a trans man of color that put blue balls on my arm. But I'm cool with it because of Dragon Ball. I know that drug it out, and this is probably a story that normally in the podcast we would have cut out and. Fuck it, we live. I held off the fuck it for a minute, but yeah, I had to. I had to get into that as far as just the, my deep reverence for that goddamn game, uh, not game, but just that series. So yeah, that's that's. I, I'll cut the other ones short. I had to. <laughs> I had to be get that off my chest. But yeah, man, what's what's number four for you, bro? Man, I love that story still to this day. And I remember those tattoos you first showed them to me, and I was like, ah, oh, man, those just look so good. Like they're gorgeous. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that, but I, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, my number four is uh, from my favorite video game series of all time. My number four is Final Fantasy fifteen. If you've heard me talk about Final Fantasy on this series, I love Final Fantasy. It's one of my favorite series of all time, and Final Fantasy fifteen 
it was it was kind of hard to not um, uh, to to pick one out of these. I wanted to go with the classic six, which is my favorite, but I wanted to give some people a little bit more something more modern that if you haven't played it, you can play it on. It's on Games Pass, and I highly recommend it. Final Fantasy fifteen is Final Fantasy the it, I call it the template for the new age, is what it is. Because it's when it started and you saw it continuing to the Final Fantasy VII Remake and Stranger of Paradise, um, where you started to see that they were transitioning to a new combat style that wasn't turn-based. Because they, I think they realized that turn-based is still very niche. It's, you know, at one point in PS1 era, it's what you did in a JRPG. And I think when they started transitioning to this new action style combat, kind of, showing what Tails did, but it was a little bit more open. Um, I think they started to really succeed, and Final Fantasy XV does that. And the way it does that for me, more specifically, is the fact that it's open world for the first half of the game. And you go open world, and then you go on the rails. But if you go open world, and you really explore, and you spend time with your crew because you're traveling with three other guys, and you're trying to make your way to the castle because you know you're going on a bachelor party, essentially... Um, if you take the time to really explore that, take photographs, etc., that game really opens up, emotionally speaking. It becomes kind of this really beautiful experience, especially when they go to wrap it up. Um, you know, I still love this game to this day. Um, I still recommend it to anybody who loves Final Fantasy and wants to try some of the new way, the new action style of gaming that they have. I was like, this is a really good introduction to it. Uh, Final Fantasy 16, by the way, is apparently at the end stages of development, and we should be seeing something very soon. So that is my number four. What is your number three, sir? Final Fantasy 7. This is the one I felt like I was cheating on. And Final Fantasy 7 Remake, to be specific, I wasn't a big fan of Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 7 is the only game I've beat in the series, but it's one of my favorite games, period. And point goddamn blank. Uh, yeah, I, it uh, it surprised me. I remember going through that, and that was a game that we ran through together. And you gave me a lot of insight as far as what to look for, you know, the universe itself, and and you know, and it really it was a more intuitive game than I anticipated. But it's kind of on the rails. But at the same time, there's a lot in there to find. And being a newcomer to it, and it jumping high up on my list, but not necessarily being my favorite type of game, uh, is just. Yeah, I couldn't take it off the anime list. It's just literally, I don't see how more anime it can can be to me, even though it can be questionable. This is the definition of the reason why we said inspired by anime. Yes. But um, I think the biggest thing that impressed me about that game, as far as gameplay was, I always was turned off by Final Fantasy because I just wasn't in the turn base. Uh, and the fact that you can literally have your choice and options, it actually turned me on more to turn-based games making it more accessible for somebody like me that's more a fan of hack and slash or, you know, button mashy type shit. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Final Fantasy VII is one of my favorite remake. It's one of my favorite games, period. It's my number three specific, like, anime, just because I don't feel like it's, like, definitively anime reason should be on here. Yeah, that's my number three. Man, that's an excellent choice. I still love the remake. And I was torn between 15 and the remake. Like I was like I was really torn, and I was like, okay, I'll go with fifteen. Um, it's it the is, chicken house, man. It is, man. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, my number three comes all the way from the PS3 era. Um, I've, we've preached about this game forever 
and you know I'm I'm gonna continue to preach to say that this is something you need to play if you've never played it. My number three is Asura's Wrath, just completely over the top, insane. You're fighting planets, like you're punching enemies into the moon. Like how much more anime do you get? Like even the creators described it as like an anime simulator. It's really and they're not wrong. They're they're not wrong. And it's a really interesting kind of path that they took because they took from both Hindu and Buddhism as like kind of inspired to tell this story. But Asura's Wrath is just like I think it'll still forever be remembered as one of the most overtop games of all time. And it should be, because it really still is. It is absolutely over the top, and it's incredibly fun. Um, it's not difficult by any means or stretch of the imagination, but just the idea that you get to play in this world where you are all-powerful and angry all the time, and you can punch anything into, like, you can put throw them into the moon. Like, you fight a planet. That's the last boss, is a planet. Like, come on now. Like, that's insane. How much more anime can you get? Like, I, I, if you haven't played Asura's Wrath, I highly recommend it. Go look it up on YouTube. Uh, go go play through They're harder to find now. Um, you know, I think I spent 60 bucks on the copy of, that I ended up rebuying. Because um, it's still considered kind of a collector's game at this point. Um, but I highly recommend it. Asura's Wrath, PS3 Days. One of the best games of all time. Just point blank period. Like, one of my favorite games. Yeah, for what that was, that shit is it's, it's an insane experience. I'm so that's probably my favorite one so far, personal favorite one that you you yeah. let out on your list today, like for real. I I'm mean, having trouble talking, man. You remember Robin Rath, Rath. Like people were, yeah. people were talking about that game when it came out. They were just like, "What is this?" <laughs> and it was just so insane. Oh, it, it just makes you want to beat your chest or something and, and punch a bunch of things. It does. Uh, but no, great fucking choice, man. Great fucking choice. <laughs> Appreciate it. What is your number two, Tom? I feel like I ran through my list just to get to like Bandai Namco. Pretty much. Again. And just talk about Bandai Namco and how great Bandai Namco yeah. is all of a sudden. Uh, I just want to live with Bandai Namco. I live in the house that ben, Bandai Namco makes. Scarlet Nexus is one of my favorite goddamn. Another game. I got to stop cut out with the cussing for the babies. But uh, don't cuss babies. But no, um, <laughs> Scarlet Nexus, as far as anime-inspired, like anime games, sleeper games, people really don't understand how much I love Scarlet Nexus. I'm almost done with my painting. I got to show you. I, I started over. Like It's yeah. <laughs> it's inspired by Scarlet Nexus, yeah. how much I was surprised. Speaking of like surprises, because again, there's so many disappointments in anime as far as like games that just wouldn't live up to the actual anime themselves like a one punch or something where I just stopped fooling with them. And I took a chance with Scarlet Nexus and I'm glad that I did. It is just the, you know, imagine being able to be professor, a young professor X with his legs work, you know what I'm saying? And you can throw concrete barriers to people at the same time, switching up between steel skin. And I don't know. I don't even want to try to describe the combat is something I want to say is kind of one of a kind. I haven't really seen it done like this this well in many circumstances situations it's really when i think of it it's the only game of its type 
in that aspect. And I, you know, I don't care if I'm kind of pumping it up enough. I, I know you played it as well. You know, I it's got a game. bit of a strange, right? It's like the the even the story is strange as hell, but it makes sense, and it's very rare in any of these type of games and JRPGs, anything at all, where I actually interact with like the gift giving uh, aspects of the game to build relationships with people, but. The way the combat is set up, it really incentivizes you to build certain type of relationships in a way that I found enjoyable that I generally don't with this type of shit because I just ain't got the kind of, you know, attention span for it. It's not like it's GTA 6 out here or whatever, but I promise you. And it's Scarlet Nexus is just one of the most beautiful games as well. I just get excited thinking about, like, the color scheme and it, the way it ties into the story. And it, even though it's just a spaced-out, supremely sci-fi kind of doesn't make any fucking sense story i also felt like an emotional connection to it with the weird choice as far as the enemies in it and how they become the enemies and once you get into that aspect of the game it kind of makes a little bit more sense and makes it even more intriguing and how uh not grotesque but you know it does get weird when you first jump out and you kill like a unicorn with flowers shooting out his ass or something you know what i'm saying but you get it by the end yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, that's my number two. Highly, you know, suggested game if you're in the anime. That's uh, definitely one of my number, my my favorite games. But yeah, what's your number two? Yeah, my number two. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on, especially if you've listened to this show at all. My number two should be known to everybody. It's Monster Hunter World. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's so anime inspired. I mean, the giant weapons, the giant monsters. But it was kind of this weird mix of like. Anime meets, like, Western-inspired design, right? Like, because you had the giant weapons and the character creators and some of the insanity, like the Palicos, which is your pet cat that fights alongside you. Um, But then you had, like, you're fighting a T-Rex. I mean, I love Monster Hunter. I'm never going to stop loving Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter World, if you're talking about anime-inspired games, this is going on my list. Um, Just because Monster Hunter World was that one that I spent I've spent hundreds of hours with each Monster Hunter, except for probably the latest one, which was Rise. Um, But this one was the one that I really got the most enjoyment out of. So Monster Hunter World, that's that's what I got, my number two. If you need more about that, go listen to every episode of Skip the Tutorial. I'm sure I mention it somewhere at some point. On every right, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll have Pop Bean link down there, and yeah. link or something down there. You click on Apple Podcasts, whatever, uh, down there. Uh, you know, you Facebook Tribe invitation down there, so you can join there and see the foolishness, all that kind of stuff. But are we at number one? Number we are one. at number one. We're at number one. All right, so because of the blue ball story, I had all as well have to be very short with this, and I actually just want to do a shout out on it. So it's going to be Dragon Ball Fighters, DBZ Fighters. Number one favorite anime game, Bandai Namco. And uh, A-Base Tohan, there'll be a link in the bio of his YouTube channel. is specifically focused around this game. Yep. He's a uh, tribesman and friend of the show. You please go check. If you're into this, if you're watching this type of show, if you're into anime just in general, I know it's going to be some people might be uh, disappointed about Demon Slayer not being on my list yet. That's because, unfortunately, I was scared. That I was run off by it. Maybe you can give me a suggestion. Uh, after this to play it uh, of course we'll get into it more we'd love to hear what you say but yeah Dragon Ball Fighters is one it it I go back and forth because I am naturally inclined to enjoy fighting games going back to 
Killer Instinct to Mortal Kombat. I'm wearing a Mortal Kombat shirt right yep. now. So, um, Dragon Ball Fighters, I go back and forth if this is like my favorite fighting game because of the tie with Dragon Ball Z and how well done it is. So, that's my number one, my friend. We I could have a whole episode talking about Dragon Ball Fighters. I believe we have uh, one or two do. down there in the library on the uh, on the, um, on the uh, email. On email. I can't talk today, man. RP um robin williams again but yeah man uh that's my number one and you know yeah <laughs> i love it i love it all right uh yeah speaking of links yeah we're gonna put those in there uh it'll be in the description links to the links to the podcast links to the discord all that kind of fun stuff my number one also shouldn't surprise anybody my number one is the ultimate anime inspired game and it's persona 5 it is persona 5 I, not only is it an anime-inspired game, I mean, they've turned Persona into an anime at this point. Um, it goes back to that turn-based style. It's got a great soundtrack, creepy design, very strange monsters that you have to fight that are very disturbing in a lot of ways. Um, and it's just got this great setting, which I love Persona, and I was torn between Persona 5 or Persona 4. And the reality is, is that Persona 5 has my heart. I love Persona 4. I love the story. But Persona 5, between the red and black design, the super funky jazz soundtrack, playing as Joker, building your team, building your relationships, exploring the underworld, like all of it to me is just, it's it's perfect almost. Like between the interactions with the fan, or not with the fans, but the interactions with the characters, when you're actually uh, exploring for dungeons and treasures and you're trying to figure out your way around a dungeon and you get to your save point, you're like, okay, I'm going to come back later. Because um, clearly I'm not strong enough now, so I need to go explore and level up my characters. And then my favorite thing is like f- figuring out the weakness of the enemy and going in the all-out attack that you do. It's just such an incredible game. And it's such a beautiful experience to me. And one of the hardest games, especially when you get to the last about 15 hours, that game really amps up the difficulty. Uh, But it's fun. And it's long, too. The game takes about 99 hours to play. Quite literally. It's a straight-up story, but it it takes about 99 hours to play. Um, But it's fantastic. Highly recommend Persona 5 if you haven't played it. Um, But really, the most important thing is we want to hear your list of your favorite anime-inspired games. We do. We really do. Um, so you can hit us up at skipthetutorialpodcast at gmail.com, Twitter at stt underscore pod, facebook.com backslash skipthetutorialpod, um, or instagram.com backslash skipthetutorialpod. Todd, did you have anything else you wanted to add as far as also runs or anything else on this list uh, that, that you, you think... Uh, would, would make for a good benefit to the people who are in that video game drought season right now. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, really, I still got to go back and I said I was going to get Tunic and uh, Trek to Yuma after last week's channel. If you want to check that up, that's out there as well. Brian did a good job of, of review with that. I need to check that out. But I hate to admit it, what almost made my damn list was fucking Genshin Impact, which is just sad. Just not for me. Before the world, and then I was like, nah, I can't say that shit. You already brought up two games in your list that I wanted to put on also runs, but I didn't get a chance to play them. That's what I'm saying. We can't like wait 
to get your list. If you're a new listener on YouTube, if you want to comment down below on what your list or some of your favorite games, you know, it, the tribe has been dealing with us for a minute is, you know, we'll, we'll most likely read that list on next week's show. But, um, yeah, man, uh, I almost like Demon Slayer, but Tales of Arise is one game that you brought up that I really feel like I missed out on. And Persona 5 is still looking at me in my backlog. And definitely, I feel like I need to check that out. That's a game where you've been telling me to play it for a minute. Yes. And my, uh, you know, my my 2K masterclass mindset just won't allow me for some ignorant fucking reason. So I still need to fucking try that game. Uh, but yeah, man, it, th- this is one again, like you said, it's it's also, you know, not, not for people to do the homework for us, but just to share and, and come together on some shit and have some fun and, you know, talk about something different. Uh, I definitely almost wanted to put like games like Devil May Cry, being that that's one of my games. I don't know why I couldn't put like Devil May Cry on there. It just didn't feel right as far as anime is concerned. But yeah, it's definitely it. anime inspired is what I would say. Right, um, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I also almost put Pokemon Go on here, my brother, because I remember that is kind of one of the things <laughs> where we actually met, and that's when we got the grand idea to be like, okay. We are completely different in a lot of ways, but we both out here looking stupid as hell in front of this pole looking for this fucking charge or whatever the fuck it is. It was like, hey, buddy, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? When we first oh, found man. out we could be socially engineered, you know what I'm saying? And that stepbrother's bond began. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I can sit here and talk about Ninja Scroll for three days, which is the uh, beginning of my whole anime journey. Shout out VSOP. But I don't want to spend more time out of people's day. It's been fun as usual. What, what else would you have for you know, man, you put today's a lot, you, top second. You covered a lot on your list. Um, you know, I, I, I tried to play a little bit of One Piece uh, Pirate Warriors. It's I can see why people like that series. It's it's not my favorite, but, you know, it's a good little beat em up if that's what you want to go with. I'm not going to play more than an hour of it. But, um, you know, I could totally see why people would enjoy that. Um, but, you know, you covered a lot on your side of it that, you know, I almost put the Pokemon series on here. Um, I really came close to putting the new one because I'm really enjoying Legend of Arceus. Um, you know, I'm playing through that right now. Uh, but that's I mean, Near Automata is a masterpiece. Near Automata with, is, yeah. I just, I never, I can't speak to it. I didn't get a chance to beat it, but I love that what I played. But yeah, man. Yeah, Phoenix Wright. Fun. I almost put Phoenix Wright Ooh. here on on here. I love Phoenix Wright. They, those games are ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, give us your list. Let us know. Um, we'll put the links in the in the in the YouTube. Uh, for the podcast, the email, if you want to email us, um, any of that stuff. Uh, but as we always do, that's it. Before we sign off for the week, stay humble. Stay humble. Hopefully right. see you later. Good night, Cambodias, <laughs> and all that other stuff. Good night, Cambodia. Afro Samurai has the best soundtrack, though. It does. It does.